0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the DMTworld.net podcast. Uh, today, we had a hippie, trippy journeyer. He's one of the members of the community there. I've spoken with this guy before on Discord and on the site. Real cool dude. Um, you know, same came on the podcast and just kind of give us a rundown of, you know, where he's at and, you know, his earlier years and so forth. Great guy. Great conversation. Love this motherfucker. So thanks for coming on, Hippie. Um, another thing uh, I wanted to put out there was um, I'm going to I'm going to be opening up uh, the po- a podcast group on the website uh, just for like suggestions, feedback and so forth. for example, like the continuing conversation uh, episode from uh, T-Rex Sephora and Luke Skywalker that I posted the other day. Just let me know what you guys think about it. You know, I really really would like to promote as much people on here as possible and vice versa, too. I think that would uh, kind of establish us across the board, not only you know, for the podcast, but just as a community in general, um, maybe get some suggestions in terms of topics in there. Um, maybe some cool organizations that are out there doing stuff. Maybe I can try to get in contact with somebody and have them on, just to kind of explain, you know, what they're doing and so forth. Maybe other members of the psychedelic community that you guys may be interested in, want to want to hear about um, other podcasts. Um, like for example, I've been trying to get. Uh, Dream Dreaming Jaguars are actually members of the site, but they've been uh, inactive for a while. So I've been trying to get on there. If you guys can go to their YouTube channel, they're called Dreaming Jaguars. Love these guys. They got good quality content on there. I've been trying to get them to get on here. So maybe with a little bit of help, they'll, they'll uh, pay attention. But either way, um, also, I wanted to see about um, choosing some music for the podcast, you know, for the intro and the outro. Um, maybe we can get some suggestions in. In there maybe even some community, uh, some of the members of the community may even be willing to, you know, um, share with some of their music. So whatever it takes, um, I'm open to it. You know, this is not my podcast; this is the community's podcast, and uh, we'll definitely keep your guys' suggestions in mind. Another thing that I wanted to bring up too was the YouTube channel. Um, we've got it there, and I'm, I'm learning the the software to upload the videos and so forth, and do the editing and uh, for the videos. But um, if you guys Want to add any of your stuff on there? Feel free, hit me up at uh, alex at dmtworld.net. That's A L X at dmtworld.net. Uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys' support. Uh, if you haven't joined the community, feel free to come on dmtworld.net. And also um, feel free to be a supporter of the site. Uh, go to dmtworld.net or pot, what is it? Uh, I'll put the link in the description. at uh, Patreon for dmtworld.net just uh, you know um donate to us uh, you know we're not a big company there's just you know a handful of people keeping this place afloat uh we'd appreciate any kind of uh, contribution again thanks for listening hope you guys enjoy and uh make sure to check out that group podcast group on the website all right love you yeah hippie trippy journey what's up man so uh <laughs> We were talking about, now, but uh, tell tell me a little bit about, about yourself, man. I really do. I, I want to get to learn to 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 know you, man, and you know. Uh,
1: my, my birthday, uh, my birthday is actually next month. Uh, no shit. I'll be next month, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be thirty. Uh, June seventeenth. Thirty years old. But uh, I, I was born in Illinois. The shit-ass state. Uh, me and my wife, we met there eight years ago. And we both hated it, so we decided to move. We moved up to Wisconsin at first. My mom's got some land up there uh, 60 miles from the border. But she homesteads, so it was kind of a rougher wife.
0: Oh, your <laughs> so mom we, or, or your yeah. – your... My mom. Your mom? Oh, yeah. shit. But what was yeah. that like, though? What was that like? Like I don't, I don't really know. I've always heard of homesteaders, but I'm from the fucking city. I don't know any fucking <laughs> homesteaders.
1: Well, you know. she, I don't know. She does pretty much just does everything on her own. She collects her own rainwater.
0: <clears throat> oh, okay. And, yeah.
1: And uh there's no plumbing. <laughs> That's it. It sucked. No. I don't know. It, it, it sucked on that half. It was it was good like experience though. Like, there, was, there was no what? No plumbing. Oh, plumbing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So we. Had, uh, <laughs> You realize, you're like, damn, I got it easy, bro.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it makes you appreciate, man. It really makes you appreciate when you, like, go out there and do that style of shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to, uh, when I was younger, mm, my parents took us to Mexico a few times to visit a bunch of our our family out there. And I remember being, like, fuck, 10 years old or some shit. And I was at my cousin's house for maybe, like, a week. We spent, like, about a month down there. And the first time I was there, first day I was there, I was like, damn, I gotta take a piss. Where do I go to the bathroom? And she's like, Oh, in the back, you know, and I'm like, All right, I come around the the wall, it's going out of the house, and I'm like, Where the fuck are we going? (laughs) And she just makes a you and there's this big like wall that's been made out of these rocks and a fucking hole in the ground. And I'm like, What the fuck is this? She's like, This is your bathroom, the the toilet. And she's like, Some people don't even have this. I'm like, What the fuck? Truth me out, man. We're, they're just pour water down the toilet, and then it just that's how you flush it. You know what I mean? And that even then, that's like,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to fucking we had to do it in a bucket. We had to carry it out probably like once a week. Put it in a compost pile. You guys did a
0: compost. <laughs> how long? How far away was the fucking compost pile?
1: It was uh, how like five hundred. 500 yards, about a half football field. It was like, I went into
0: the forest a little bit. Yeah. You know what's crazy is uh, the one thing about being in the military is is you get to those places. And a lot of the guys, like, especially, like, infantry dudes, a lot of them come from the same fucking, same kind of, me too. Like, same, where you're just, you know... You don't realize that there's more even to world because your life is so difficult with all this other shit that you're like you got. I got to take my shit out today, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> one day out of my week, I'm fucking burnt. Yeah. like in the military, we we're burning shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we're out in fucking land of nowhere sometimes. Right? And shit like that, you're like fuck. <laughs> you know, I just flush the toilet. Boom. That's all you gotta do, man. You know, just you gotta move one of your fucking fingers, and you're good. You even gotta bury a hole. And you gotta walk five hundred fucking meters and fucking throw it into a compost pile or a fucking burn pit. you know what I mean?
1: Just gotta use your finger boo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's funny though, but some people don't know that, dude, like some people uh, don't they're really yeah, like they don't know anything like that. All they know is this I-, I was lucky enough to have a little bit of a taste of it as a child and then in the in the service being overseas because there was nothing, yeah. So you were out yeah. there with your mom and and, and and then you were just, how long were you there for?
1: Uh, we stayed there for probably like eight months. Uh, we had, uh, at, by that point in time, we had my son and we mainly moved back down. But we were, we were going to go to Illinois, but my my wife's mother, she had moved from Illinois down to Tennessee where I am now. So I, I live in Tennessee now. So we went from Illinois to Wisconsin and then we moved down to Tennessee after the homesteading experience because my wife wanted to get back close to the city and plumbing and, you know, go to the store every day. and so <laughs> Have some uh, amenities,
0: have some luxuries, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So we come down to Tennessee and we've been here for five years.
0: I think so, that's, a, that's good, man. That's good. Hoping down. That's good. But you like it here where you're at better now?
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. Tennessee is like a a growing state. Like right around where I'm at, there's a lot of employment, a lot of jobs openings and everything. When yeah. I was in Illinois, man, that's why we moved from Illinois is because the job market up there's horrible. Yeah. And I thought unless you got a college degree, you you won't you really won't make over eleven dollars an hour, maybe twelve dollars an hour at certain jobs.
0: Well, there's still people that may have like family too who own like large pieces of land or even just huge companies that work with agriculture shit. But that's about it, right? I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, everybody else is like, "What the fuck am I gonna do? I'm gonna sell fucking you know something yeah. or like fuck that."
1: What
0: yeah, fuck I I that?
1: To, yeah. I come down to Tennessee and it was like, I struggled a little bit with the change, trying to adapt, because I'm I have a rough time adapting to new situations. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, I uh I don't know. We've been doing really good uh the last probably three years. I've been I've been at my job now for about three years, and I moved up. I actually started. I came in through a temp agency, and I built oh, myself up from just a regular uh, four yeah tech. And I'm actually the position I'm in now is actually management. I'm a quality tech, uh, quality tech manager. I manage my shift for the quality. Hmm. Oh, shit,
0: man. And do you have any experience doing that before?
1: No, i never had any experience. Oh, shit. What? I became, uh, my my work history was metal fabrication.
0: Metal fabrication, yeah. I worked with a bunch of dudes out here when I was doing uh, all the refrigeration stuff. A lot of, uh, well, the guys that do like all the duct work and like the, you know, the structure for some of these huge fucking um, like water towers or chilling chillers. You know what I mean? Just huge towers outside in the back yeah. or <clears throat> a lot of fabricators for sure.
1: How'd you like that? Uh, it was good. Uh I liked, I, what I got now is really easy. So I like this a lot better, but the metal fabrication, it was, it was rough work, but I learned, I learned a lot.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: That's good. More more like not giving up you know what i mean because you got to be there you're stuck there eight hours that's your only means of income by this time i had kids so
0: <laughs> you got no choice you're just like oh yeah. go, man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy man it's something that you know that when your kids come into your life uh it doesn't get worse it doesn't get better but it just changes that the whole dynamic yeah. it's like it's no longer just me you know and i no matter how much I want to fucking say fuck it and walk the fuck out of here, like maybe you have when you're here, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, fuck, you know, I got I got fucking mouths to feed, you know what I mean? I got people to like, take care of and pay attention to and work on our relationships. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big-ass responsibility. It's one that a lot of people really don't. I don't know. I, I'm not here to whatever anybody else. But I know how important it is to me, so...
1: Yeah, oh yeah, it is, it's important to me too. It made me grow so much as a person. Like before, I, I've seen myself go from a, a selfish, you know what I mean, not appreciative type person to just really appreciating everything in my life. Like, I see how actual, I actually see how blessed I am. Like, I got blessed with a beautiful wife. That's what these plant medicines have helped me too. Like, they show me they break down all of my my judgments like oh i don't like this about my wife or i don't like this about my children or my situation it's like they show me like the hell with that you know i mean look at what you've built yourself up to strip
0: it all down yeah Yeah. strip it all down when you take everything away and it's just you and that's it then you're like oh fuck i am the character of this movie (laughs) Like, my life is my story, and I have to fucking write it the way I want to be able to read it at the end of the day. Right. And that, that, that's that thing that makes you fucking just, oh, fuck. <laughs> I guess. No more fucking around, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, it's definitely been a journey. I don't know. I got, I'm appreciative of being able to change my, my mentality at a younger age, too. Like, I'll be, I'll be 30 next month. Yeah. Uh, but I went, I don't know, my early 20s I was just angry life you know what I mean Like yeah. situation, like blaming everybody else for my situation, not re- taking responsibility for, <clears throat> you know what I mean, because those were all my decisions, you know what I mean, I built myself up to that position, it was nobody else it was, you know what I mean I had that choice to turn around and I I walk
0: away or some shit yeah, right yeah, no, I, I hear you is. Yeah, let's. I, I don't know what the fuck, um, what it is. I don't know if it's just hard-headed fucking kids or what. But like me, same fucking thing. Just blinder than a motherfucker, just running through fucking life. Right. You know something. You know you're left there on your own, or something. But you realize it's just you making this this reality for right. yourself. Just. So yeah, my people first, don't make it out of that time, man. You know what I'm saying? Sure yeah, but
1: awesome. when I first started, like, kind of appreciating life, like, I was, I don't know, a younger adult was suicidal, and before I met my wife, it was just, yeah, I don't know, it's a darker story, but, it is I don't it know, is. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, when I met my wife, she helped me through a lot, and... Uh, I don't know. I treated her like shit in the beginning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest, I never, never really hit her. Like I didn't appreciate her for you know. What I mean, who she was and what she did for me, and yeah. the emotional support she did give me when I was out of my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I remember a few times. Uh, I don't drink anymore, but I, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink like social drinking. Like me and my wife will drink every once in a while. Like yeah. if we have a night. Um, but I used to drink like heavy, heavy. Like I'd kill a whole fifth, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. and that, that that creates a lot of darkness.
0: Oh, yeah, the it, it, it's deep, the it's deep ass don't. darkness. And the thing about the that that darkness is like it just never ends. There's no death in there. It's just continual <laughs> <of> darkness.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. It, I used to I I, I I started drinking because it was bringing me more social with people because growing up, like, I was kind of shy, antisocial kid. And that's what, you know what I mean? It drew me in. Uh, by this point, I was pretty much smoking weed every day. And the combination of the alcohol and the weed, yeah, it was just slowly driving me insane. Like, cause, uh, I would do it days at a time with, you know what I mean? I'd get off work. At this this point, this was like the beginning of my relationship. I was drinking all the time. And on my weekends, I would just get shit-faced. And I wouldn't even spend any time with my wife. Uh, I had my uh, oldest son by then. And yeah, he was, I don't know. I, I can't hear you.
0: I said it probably brings up pain, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it makes, I don't know, it was, uh, yeah, dark time for sure, man, dark time. Uh, I was just trying to drink the pain away, and it just made it worse, really. <laughs> something,
0: like, well, I mean, you don't have to fucking say, but, I mean, it's totally up to you, but if the, was this something that just kind of made you click and just say, fuck it, when you were younger, or was it, do you think that's just what it was? Like, you were just, your environment, you are fucking just running around, for you, what do you think? It was
1: what made me what made me flip to trying to better myself.
0: No, I mean like so for like I remember being a kid, dude. And this guy fucked up. I was talking to my wife the other night. I was like, I said, you know, when I was younger, I was a fucking shithead. I was a fucking dumbass. I've done so much shit I probably shouldn't be alive for. And some of the people that I grew up with weren't. They're not alive right now. You know, they kept yeah. going down that path, but um, yeah. Uh, before that, I was a kid. I didn't fucking know anything. I was just a little fucking kid. And then I remember one, I remember the day I was like, you know what? Fuck the world. <laughs> like, I really stopped giving a fuck. I was like, everything around me, I don't give a fuck about, you know? And it, it just, um, it shaped me into something. And then, you know, compounded with all these other things from then the going to the military and coming back. Then that was my, that fuck, you know, like, uh, That day, you know, as a kid, fuck, I'm so fucking high right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I mean, like when you were a kid, or was it just everything that kind of just together kind of made you just say fuck it and get to that point? Like when you were drinking that much and so forth.
1: Oh, oh, okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know. I went when I was younger. I went through a lot of abuse and shit. So I was oh, fuck. growing up. Yeah, growing up as a kid, I was already kind of like fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I had my. I didn't have my father. My father ran before I was even born. But my mom, the God bless her. She was she's was there for me my whole life. Even though I went through, you know, what I mean, went through my own struggles and bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: But uh, no, I was. I don't know. I've kind of, I was suicidal all the way from probably the ages of 13 all the way up until I was 24. Do you think uh,
0: for, the, for the suicidal, was it like a... <clears throat> excuse me. Was it like a... Um, I want to die and I'm choosing to
1: die, or is it like a, I don't give a fuck if I die? Uh, more of, I was trying to... <laughs> Trying to choose the doc because of the pain that I felt. Like I, I don't you know. Oh yeah, I tried. I tried three different times. Uh, Damn. No shit. Yeah. Uh, one was the the one that almost got me was a bad one. It was more or less. I wanted. To, I was. Doing a lot of robot testing at the time, robo tripping. What
0: the? I seen people do yeah. that, dude. What the? Fuck? <laughs> dude,
1: that's what like they you could get them in like a it's like a
0: liquid, like a syrup or some shit, and you then you could yeah. get the little tablets, right?
1: Yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was uh, that was uh, I was already going through like a troubled childhood, so I was trying to escape. You, know what I mean, just anything to take away the pain and the yeah, the fever I was feeling. And it was me and my buddies. We would just fucking do it and. I don't know, I got to the point where I was like, I had a lot of connections and I had a lot of friends too, but it was like, I don't know, the shit that I had already emotionally numbed myself to, it was just like, mainly I didn't want to live because I couldn't feel numb. Like, I was was sad. Like, that was the only emotion that I really felt. You know what I mean? It sucked. Like, it was hard to bring myself into happiness and things like that. And uh, when I was younger, they... Uh, Diagnosed me as ADHD, and then through my early teens and high school and shit, they had me on like antidepressants and antipsychotics and shit. This was against my will, too. Like, Uh, it was, yeah, it it fucked my mind up. Like, and that's, I was pretty much recuperating from that, and then heavy drug use and shit, my early 20s when I met my wife. And my wife is kind of what helped me really stop doing all that shit. You know what I mean? Her, the love she showed me and not giving up, you know what I mean? It showed me, oh, wow, somebody does care about me. You know what I mean? I knew my care, I knew my mom cared about me, but it was like, my mom was supposed to care about me. And it's like, I don't know, I had a, a lot of family members and shit kind of turn me away and shit because my, my actions, I was, a, I, yeah, I was, a, <laughs> I was a little fucker when I was a kid, I did a lot of awesome. stupid shit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, how'd you
0: guys meet? Where, where did you guys meet at? You and your- Me your, and
1: my your... wife? Uh, we uh, it was at a party, uh, we were playing beer pong, uh, she was real quiet, shy, and at the time I was, uh, I had a lot of, I had a lot of friends, a lot of connects, so I had, drugs and shit in my pocket and I walked up to her and I was like, Hey what are you doing? And she uh, she was really shy and she I don't know, she didn't she didn't really talk and I kinda seen that she was kinda shy and I was I'm the same way unless I have yeah. like something you new know, I mean in my system to
0: Exactly. Yeah. You got that little bit of courage in you make <laughs> a smile on your face and shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, uh, well, her, fr- her friend, I was, I, I had already, I already knew her friend, and her friend is the one that brought her to the party. Okay. And, You yeah, uh, like, a,
0: like, a group of friends?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we had, it was like, uh, well, how old was I? I think I was 24 when I met her. So, it was like, it was like a bachelor pad, pretty much. It was just, like, kind of like a party house. They had a table, beer pong shit. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's... It's about the only thing to do to have fun in the area where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm younger. Get the, this is kind of, this is another strife of like my pain. In my Like they, they get you in the system up there. And i was like, at a really young age, yeah. like, yeah. and it's, it's all about money. You're they just want mark- you in the system for money. Yep. Yeah. You're marked
0: like, Just boom. Here you yeah. go. We got you in our system. Anytime yeah. I see you, fucking your chances of going back. Up, man. So,
1: yeah, you're going make us a away. lot of
0: money, boy. Get over here.
1: But then I take away all the fun shit too. Like, I got, uh, I was in, I was in debt before I was 18. Like five grand already from no skateboarding tickets and no smoking tickets and <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, like it's, it's fucked up. Uh, I had, a, I had a jaywalking ticket too. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you went from like, like a t- like a smaller city, to like where you're at right now. Is it a big city or is it just kind of big and open out there?
1: Uh, where I'm at, it's it's like a medium city. It's not big. It's not big at all. It's like small, maybe medium. Like we got, we have no mall, nothing like that. So just like fast food, Walmart, shit like that. Uh, we live, like <laughs> about, about a half an hour from Nashville though. So it's more populated area. Just kind of the smaller towns around it.
0: Yeah. Where I'm at right now, it's a huge fucking city. It's a huge city. Um, it's like, Anyways, uh, but it's got its you know center like central like downtown, and then everything else around it is just completely sprawled out over this huge valley, and then mountains completely surrounding us, and then more on the other side. It's a huge city in the desert, is what it is. Yeah, but, um, I live on the outskirts of the of the main city there, so we're kind of in a little quiet neighborhood. Not a big fan of, to be honest with you, but uh, it is what it is, man. I'm fucking standing alive, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yeah you gotta do what you gotta do
0: is what it is man you know what man i i like having these uh, conversations with people this is what i love to do man i I, love, I enjoy this time in the beginning when we first started dude i had like seven, six or seven of them stacked up dude and i had to start this whole thing up. about to learn how to do it and then i just pumped them all up poof, at the end and i'm like i could i could chill just do like once a week hey man let's talk and Nice. Beautiful
1: man. So, as long as I can do that, who gives a fuck where right, I live right. right? Shit, yeah. So, That's a, I, I fucking, I don't know, I got to keep my mind off of shit because I still have like, I wouldn't say like depression, but it's, when when I was like 21, they told me I was bipolar or I showed signs of bipolar. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I knew I knew my dad. He he ran, but I knew of him still. Like I talked to him on and off throughout my life, and we've actually reconnected since I've uh, been eighteen, and I visited him. I think I think when I had kids, and as he grew up, he kind of felt guilty and wanted to reconnect. And yeah, that's I don't good, know. It's,
0: that's that's good uh, with the, the, that, but uh, obviously, you know, he had something. Right. right can you imagine leaving your child can no oh like no. you know how bad that would hurt you oh dude <laughs> that would kill me <laughs> and that's the thing i always wonder I, i'm like these motherfuckers that take off on their fucking kids and i know people like that you know and man. it's like what are you doing like i, I can't stay away from, i can't be away from my kids for too long because then i i start to worry right. about them. You know what i mean i want to know where the fuck they're at what they're fucking doing but this right. motherfucker, like same thing with me my dad um he booked before I was even born, but my stepdad was there the whole entire time. But I didn't even know about him. I just, one time when I was like five and then like maybe 10 years ago, you know, and I'm just like, what's up, dude? <laughs> what you want, dog? I mean, I'm not even mad at him because I don't even fucking know him. Right. Um, yeah. That's strange, man. That's fucked up. But at, you know, at least you guys still, you guys still making a, an effort to to be in each other's lives. And I think that's probably the fucking best thing there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the I don't know. It, it helped me a lot too make peace. Like I don't know, there was a like growing up feeling like I like wasn't good enough. Cause I, I actually when I was younger, there's a couple times where he was supposed to like come out and like take me out to get my hair cut or play baseball or some shit, and mm-hmm. he just wouldn't show up. He'd be yeah. like, I'm on the day before, and be like, oh yeah, I'll be there, and yeah, yeah. but that that shit, that shit. I don't know. Being a little kid, man, that breaks
0: your fucking heart. <laughs> I bet, dude. I, I can look at my own boys and, and, and put them in that scenario, and I'm like, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. But right. here's the thing yeah. is that we, we're fucking humans. We're all humans. Right. Things, it's like, but we're all different at a certain point. Like, even as little babies, we're kind of the same. I mean, every single baby, besides color,
1: <laughs> or a few other things, right? But I mean, just in general. Yeah, the emotional, the emotional innocence of it. They all come out this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like their environment molds them, they're do for like the shit they go through. But you know, just, like
0: even even the most fucked up people, even the most fucked up people started off as a little baby. Yeah. And that's the thing that fucking trips me out where I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> and <laughs> hey man, I'm not saying it's a oh, fucking I feel so bad if something bad did happen to you. But I mean, you have to understand for me to I uh, I mean even for me, you think about that, and you too. You're like my my son. Like I, I, I wouldn't or my kids. I wouldn't never be able to leave them like that because I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. But can you imagine that somebody has gone through so much, or maybe something's wrong with their head? I don't fuck know that they maybe they're like I can still live with myself. I don't feel like, you know, going and crying and trying to look for my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it, it trips me out. Like you think, what do you think it is about that? You think it's just the way people are born sometimes, the shit they go through, or in your mind, you know what I mean? What is that? I don't
1: know. If I've shit. So again, I, th- and I think maybe it's like a lack of love. Maybe, like maybe yeah. it's like showing, you know what I mean? Like I because I I I was molded into a good person by my mom. Like I went through my mental shit, but oh, yeah, I she yeah. always love me, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Love You're me right, love dude. Love yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she showed me what like unconditional love is too. Like you know, what I mean, no matter the shit that I did to her, she still loved me. You know what I mean? She
0: may fucking and, like smack him upside the head, or she, <laughs> when she, you know, she's still there. She, she, she loves it, you. Oh know?
1: man, I tell you, I tell you a funny story. I fucking uh, when I was, I remember this. I think I remember it too because it was like very traumatic as a kid. <laughs> I was like, I was like six years old. And I got a hold of some scissors and I cut my sister's hair. Like I cut it short, short. My mom woke up. She had she had no shirt on, boobs and <laughs> swing. I'm like, What in the fuck did you do? <laughs> Smacking the shit out of me. Yeah, it was traumatic. That's first time I ever seen my mom like. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, I hear you, but she she was there. You know, she she did what she had to do for you. Which oh yeah, great. you bring that's that is a big thing, right? I mean. I can honestly say that my parents weren't fucked up, you know what I mean um, they didn't have a lot, but you know they went they took care you know of the bills and and helped us be fed, and then we went to school and we came home you know that's what it was oh yeah the the neighborhood and the surroundings that we were in weren't the best, right um, but yeah we were loved you know at that very least we were being taken care
1: of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I' seen her try the hardest, you know what I mean she we still struggle like being hairy we are she was a single mother she she had three kids she has yeah, so she fucking she did her best
0: uh, you still in contact with your mom, your mom's still around and stuff
1: oh yeah she uh she lives up in Wisconsin, but she comes down uh every every Christmas, and actually she come down she came down there at Christmas and she stayed a whole month no shit. and then she, wow. she came down afterwards just like a month or two ago before she started work. But yeah, she still comes out. She, she's got to see her grandkids, so. That's good, man.
0: So what, the, what got you into into psychedelics, man? Like, What was the thing? How, how did you hear about, hey, people are doing this? Or was it always around? Or what was it? What was the theme? I, I
1: had, it kind of led me, I kind of, I was real kind of into rock and roll and shit, drinking and smoking weed and shit when I was like 18, 17, 18. And uh, I started working at this landfill. I met this kid and we worked together for a couple of years. And uh, he come over one day, like outside of work. He's like, hey man, I want you to try something. He's like, I this is something that I do. And he's he gave me a, a pill. It was my first ecstasy pill. Like before that, I just smoked weed. You know what I mean? Drank shit like that. I never, I I didn't even really ever think of ecstasy. You know what I mean? To being a kid, like I was innocent. Kind of didn't really try drugs until I was like probably 13 when I smoked weed. But yeah, my that changed my world right there. That because I was. I grew up being depressed and shit like that. And that was like the first time I had actually ever felt oh, what? true happiness. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I took that pill. And me and my buddy, it was funny too, because me and my buddy, uh, you know that song? It's like a, I can't remember the, Cascada? Uh, every time we touch, it's like a techno song. No. We're being, we laid on the floor with our heads together and fucking listen to that song all night. It's fucking. I don't know, but it was it was it was life changed, man. And That's, after that, it was kind of it was I I kind of searched. I I got into kind of uh, going to festivals, going to clubs and stuff, and just kind of dance music and shit like that. And like I fell in love with that kind of yeah. scene too, because when you go to like these festivals, a lot of people and they're all. Like one love, you know, what I mean, they're all sure. just about having a good time like that. Uh, I, I don't think of hardly any festivals I've ever seen any violence. <laughs> and it's like it's kinda like the the hippie culture coming back alive, you know what I mean? And I, I what's the last time
0: what's the last time you went to something like that?
1: Uh me and my wife try and go at least once a year. We went back in December, we went to a show. Is and there a lot uh, of those out there where you're at right now? Not not too much. They got shows. They got uh, they got a. Well, they had a place. We had a tornado go through Nashville not too long ago. I know. I but know. They yeah, place. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah place it got it got knocked down with a tornado. But uh, we used to try and go at least every year. Just pick a show or something with like a DJ or something we like. Is it like
0: a like a venue, like a place you walk in, like you got a you got a card and shit, like or like it's yeah. a wristband or something to like walk yeah. in, and there's concession stands and all this shit like that, like big. Yeah, stages.
1: they got a they got a like a Bonnaroo here too. We've been wanting to go to yeah, Bonnaroo, but we. True. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's but we I mean. have been, uh, we haven't. I haven't really had the time or money or the funds. Having kids now, it's a lot harder too. But of course. Shit, I don't know. I. I've, been, I've always ser- searched for psychedelics since my first MDMA experience. How long and ago was that again? That was, I think I was 20 when that happened. So sure. I'll be 30 next month. But yeah, it was, that was life changing. And after that, it was kind of like, I, I searched for that the mdma and you know what i mean i kind of i didn't appreciate it as it could have been a,
0: <laughs> that's a bad you
1: know thing I mean? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're like oh, oh yeah, man let me, yeah let me down a bad path uh actually with me and my wife that this is this was the beginning of our relationship this is a bad point in our life yeah. right before my first son was born we were uh we got hooked to that you know the, the RC chemicals yeah, yeah, yeah you know like the, the spice shit that came out a few years ago yeah what was there. when we were living up in Wisconsin there was a guy that could get it and yeah we got stuck on that really bad yeah and we uh that was one of the reasons why we moved down to Tennessee is because we could get it you know what i mean we had exclusive you know what i mean access to it and then we found out she was pregnant with my son and it was, like, that was, you know what I mean, life-changing, dude. Like, I cried when I found out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Just hearing that word, it was like, oh, shit. Were you afraid? And like, oh, yeah, I was scared. Yeah. I was scared was.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I, you know what's funny is that uh, I had to have been through some fuck, like, hair-raising times, dude, like, crazy shit. <clears throat> uh, explosions in my face, shit like that, right? Um, and the first time I heard that, you know, my – I was going to have a baby. I was fucking crying too. I was like, oh, what the fuck? What are we going to do? <laughs> but uh, I, it was, it was, I was afraid, like, big time. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, you know, after you start, you know, and then for the moms, it starts right away. They're like, as soon as they feel that little flutter in their stomach, they're like, I already know he's the baby yeah. inside of me. And they they just, their mind starts changing. And yeah. you're just like, oh. I don't see nothing. <laughs> Until you yeah. feel the baby kick or move or some shit, you're like, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah, that's
0: something else. Son.
1: It hit me. It hit me really hard when I first, okay, when he was born. Really, uh I was. I talked to him when my my oldest. He's autistic, but I talked to him um, while he was in the womb, probably almost every day. You know what I mean? Really? I talked to him, tried to get to know him and shit. <clears throat> and when he come out, he was crying and bawling. And I brought him over to the warming table, and I walked over and I said his name. As soon as I said his name, he stopped crying. He just looked dead in my eyes. Nice. And as soon as that happened, dude, I, I started bawling. Like. That's crazy. <laughs> I did. I said, like, that was one of, I don't know. It was, it was a wild feeling, man. It was definitely a feeling that I've never felt before. It was like a new experience. <laughs> That's pretty
0: fucking good, man. You know what? <clears throat> um... Man, we, we do a bunch of fucking stupid shit I know I did. A Bunch of oh, stuff yeah. up, man. And then uh you see your kids and it kinda of reminds you of the part of yourself that you either could have been or maybe you could have or you can, you know, you know, kinda of have like, future. Yeah. It but, like, it's just, like for I you think. kind of <laughs> like as selfish as that fucking sounds, it, it's some it kinda of makes you feel different about yourself too. And then uh yeah. Fucked. Even even psychedelics kind of does the same thing, but a little bit different. But this, um, it takes time. But looking back at it, it's just right. Hindsight twenty twenty. Right. <laughs> so back, you guys were all so you guys were doing the whole rave thing, or what is it called, like festivals, rave, whatever, yeah. anything,
1: just rave whatever? Festivals. Yeah, kind of just I don't know, following that type of crowd uh, that's like dance music kind yeah. of. I don't know, there's like, I don't know, it's like living by Chicago, there's like a whole underground scene, but once I discovered it, it was like life changing. Before that, I just, I'd only known, uh, like rock and roll, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sadness, rock and roll, and you know what I mean? Suffering, really. And then I discovered that, it was like a whole other world, people that actually cared about each other, and wasn't an asshole to each other, and I don't know, kind of made me... What's that? Uh, it kind of made me feel again. I don't know. It was yeah. It was like just made me realize kind of how crappy of a person I had become just because I, you know I mean, thought there wasn't any good people in the world. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. It was, I, I still go and it's, the people, it's never really changed. It's kind of like a I don't know I call myself a hippie really
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I've never I've never done anything like that to be honest I've never been to one fucking festival or anything like that <laughs> um, right I, I mean I'm not saying nothing it's, I mean I don't even know anything about these things I really don't man um, yeah,
1: they're, they're really fun like I they most of the time people are like one of the first festivals I went to like within the first two hours of being there there's a guy that walked up to me and he was fucking tripping balls on acid. He wide, wide open, puts his arms out. He's like, Give me a hug, brother. So I gave him a hug and he gave me like a little baggie. It had like two hits of acid and a pill in it. He's like, Have fun. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's just full of people like that. Like people, you know what I mean? That
0: just enjoy themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, know that, they know that happiness, you know what I mean? is found in kind of letting go. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know. I hear you, man. I, I don't know, man. I've never read anything like that. I know, um, people have talked about it. And I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind maybe sometime, but anyways, um, damn. So, um, the do you know the thing about MDMA is it can get fucking slippery sometimes? You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> if you really don't respect it for what it is, and you, you know, what I mean,
0: yeah, maybe that or also. You need to have this. Look, there's some time like me. I know, I don't have the self discipline discipline to do a certain things, so I just stay with the fuck away from them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do it much anymore. I ran into it last summer. My buddy was getting it, and I think my body, like my brain, just was like no, nope, because I would get it. And I got the same feelings, and I was happy, but I would just get real nauseous and throw it up. Oh, wow. and like, I, yeah, it's. I don't know, I don't do it much anymore, and I don't really feel the drive to do it. Really, all I do, I don't know, ever since I discovered psychedelics like mushrooms and acid and the things that you can heal from, I haven't really had the urge to do any other drugs. Yeah. Like, I was, I don't know, I was a really hard addict in my early 20s, kind of, up until I was about 25, and, Yeah. I don't know. It's
0: no. I, there's that, like almost. Um, it's like that personality, you know. Like, excuse me. Man, I'm gonna fucking throw string. What, what people call addiction. I mean, it depends. Some people are some people are those kind of people that they if they drink one fucking beer, they're gonna be gone for the next six days, and you ain't gonna see them until they come yeah. back wearing fucking underwear and handcuffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but there's some people who they drink to get away from something or to go to sleep or to not feel a certain way. And they're like, I don't want to to fuck with this right now. I don't have the time. I can't deal with this. Yeah. But even some of those people, you know, like it's not when it, when it comes to, for me, um, the, 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 the drinking part was just because it was something in my head that was fucking with me. Like now, I can drink a beer and I'm fine. I could drink two beers and fine. I'm fine. But you know, yeah. I, when you're back there, like it is like you're trying to kill yourself. Oh, yeah. You put yourself to sleep. You're like, I, I don't even want to fucking deal with whatever it is that is here. Nope. And uh, once you remove yourself out of there or change whatever it is, once your your life starts changing a little bit and it's not the same environment, <clears throat> you know, it changes for sure, 100%. Yeah. Um, but the. These fucking plants, these fungus, all this shit—it's something else. It's like a boom, pretty quick. It's like a it fucking helps.
1: Yeah, my first, my first actual sp- spiritual experience. No
0: shit. What was it? So, what, what you were—was it psilocybin?
1: No. Well, both actually. Uh, I I had done acid once uh, back when I was. Uh, going to the raves and the clubs a lot and it wasn't like real spiritual because I was at a show and I got uh, I got like visuals and all that but I didn't I didn't it wasn't like eye-opening really yeah. so about four years ago it was actually down here in Tennessee we met a guy and uh, he had a bunch of connects and he had gotten hold of some acid and shroom capsules and they were actually shroom extract capsules
0: British.
1: and me at the yeah at the point in time I was like heavy ended drugs like taking anything kind of just to numb the the pain of having to work all the time you know what I mean cuz I had my kids at this point I had my kids at this point but and I loved them but it was like mind numbing to have to go to work every day and you know what I mean take care of them I had a lot of responsibility that I actually had to do it was like it's exhausting it was like a lot of the time I was just taking drugs to kind of feed the fire, really. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But, I hear uh, you. <laughs> yeah, we were going out on a weekend, and he had a I had all this shit, so I bought it, and I took two hits of acid and a shroom capsule, and I ended up throwing up for like a half an hour. But after I stopped throwing up, it was like I don't know. It was like everything made sense. Like it just. I felt connected to literally everything like we were in the van driving home and like I felt like I could feel the heartbeat in the front seat of my you know what I mean my buddy and his girlfriend and I was just like I don't know I felt the love like it was just like a deep love connection or just like I was looking out the window and watching the trees and it was just like everything was so beautiful you know what I mean and that right there made me want to Changed my life because at the point at, before that, I was destructive, you know. What I mean, I wasn't really wanting to kill myself, but I was like, I didn't really give a fuck. I was, you know, I mean, drinking all the time, I was doing a lot of harm to my body, yeah. And yeah. after that, it was just like, man, it made me think, like Man, what am I doing? You know, I mean, my kids need me, I'm gonna end up dying before I'm 40 from a heart attack because all the amphetamines I'm taking, and but yeah, and now that that first experience, man, it was. Yeah.
0: How long ago was that?
1: That was four years ago. Yeah. And then I searched for it because I didn't have any access to it. Me and that one guy, he, we parted ways, and I didn't have no access to it. And I really didn't get in to doing it a lot until last summer. One of my buddies from up in Illinois uh, told me that he was dealing acid all the time now and he was wondering if I wanted to get some I was like sure and I uh, had that experience four years ago and I had been researching I read and research a lot like I love I love reading like it's one of my favorite things to do like instead of going on Facebook nothing like that I like to just sit there and read you know what I mean you up now read about the different chemicals and shit like here yeah and man it's just reading of how you can heal yourself because I was at the time I was just feeling real crappy physically, mentally. Like I was depressed and sad. I didn't want to be sad. I was just sad all the time for some reason. And it was like it's hard to come out of that mentality. It's like a lot of those blockages and stuff that you don't realize you have, and it's just like weighing you down and fogging your, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your mentality and I don't know. I, I realized I needed to do something other than what I was doing really. And uh I got access to the acid and I started actually doing last summer I started doing like nights where I would just sit there and just trip with myself, you know what I mean? Listen to music and just love myself, you know what I mean? I was like uh give myself words of encouragement, you know what I mean? And just like, yeah. Yeah. Just know that I was good enough and kind of really showing myself and making myself appreciate like the life that i did have like it stripped everything else away and it just really showed me like how much i did actually build myself up to you know what i mean i wasn't struggling no more i'm not you know what i mean i don't know it's it just takes away all of those blockages it just makes you really see the love that you have and yeah
0: and the, and sometimes the lack of too where you are like, mm-hmm. damn, I don't love like I don't love myself that much. I don't even take care of myself. What the fuck am I doing?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Those those come to Jesus moments. <laughs> you know, you are just like fuck me. And the right. thing about that, when you see those moments, like you can't you can't turn away from them.
1: They're just always no, there, can't. no matter what you do. So you have. Oh, yeah. to follow. Once you see it, it can't you. be unseen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something else. Man. I know those those are things a lot of. A lot of those things I used to run from, like I used to see that and be like, Oh no, you know what I mean? I don't people, I don't wanna people do it all all every day. Yeah. Every day. I, every day. Yeah, and that's why I, I that's how I dug myself into the hole. That's how I realized, you know, what I mean <clears throat> and it took it's taken a long time. Like I'm not even I'm nowhere near close getting out of it, but I'm trying now. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the thing about it, let me tell you, look, there's, there's a process
0: to it, dude. Like, um, this is the same thing, right? And you, you, you go through your, you know, you get to that bullshit and then you end up getting to that point where you say the fucking go big or go home or fucking get the fuck out of here. Right. Some people check yeah. out. Some people get fucking checked out. And some people, <laughs> they change it there. You know, they make a different decision. Yeah just continue. then you come across these um, Plants or medicines or substances whatever it is that that you helps you out i mean it could be a myriad of things but um, the next thing you need is some kind of a social support and yeah. thing is like community because a lot of people are in hiding with these things especially with acid you know psilocybin mdma all these things people it's illegal <laughs> Like yeah. you can go to jail for making like this, for this shit. Yeah. We all know we are. It's like, a, just like a beer. I can drink fucking 30 of those beers and I'm going to be fucked up. Right. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's, it's more so like, I got to look closely at my own life. What is it that's making me want to fucking get that shit faced? Right. Yeah. Um. That's something else, man. Um. The, the community part, you know, that people are separated. You know, that's why online is why the internet is such an important thing and why it plays a major role in this entire community of people. You know, we rule being online. A lot of us are online. And um, you need people that know the kind of same shit that you're going through and how you're coming across these substances and how you're using them and just become somebody that you can either get some kind of information from, um, knowledge, anything, because that's the thing that nobody can stop you from doing. And yeah, that's love because you're teaching somebody something and you're helping them, and it's all for them to better themselves. You know what I mean? Or, or maybe just get fucking high or get fucking drunk. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I right.
1: Thought,
0: well, that's we can. F-, you know
1: what I mean? But yeah. Just that's, that's, getting out of that frame of mind, you know what I mean, just breaking out into something different. I don't know. It's I do it. I do it not to hide anymore. You know what I mean? I don't do it to stuff the pain down anymore. I do it to kind of express, you know what I mean, to let let go of that pain, you know what I mean? Instead of like stuffing it down I do it for like the creativity and to get like I I've, I've been actually starting to write the last year. Been writing all my thoughts and everything down and I don't know, it's it helps me revisit like the past memories that I have suppressed, you know what I mean? The shit that I that I never wanted to deal with, that I didn't deal with, that's probably still weighing me down today. That I need to accept and come to terms with. And I don't know. Writing is a big is a
0: big one. It is a big one. I remember that was one of the first, I remember being in school when I went back to high school to graduate. Because for like the first, like the first year and a half, I just fucked off, dude, and I ended up getting booted out of a few schools. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. But then I ended up coming like a year later. And, um, this, I had already, you know, as a teenager, we had, I'd already been a fucking gunfights. You know what I mean? With motherfuckers in alleyways, bro. But, anyway, um, she told me to write my, 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 my thoughts out. You know what I mean? And I was like, what the fuck? But I, I tried it and dude, completely just, just let it out. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's what you need. It helps out big. Time. Yeah. you never thought about writing, uh, for yourself or your son, like. A story about like when you were a kid or something, and all the shit you went through,
1: yeah uh man no I never thought of that. that's a good idea though like just writing like i've been right- I've actually been writing kind of like a story lately I've been one to actually start writing like you know, like just a biography, like, just the shit I went through. Or the shit I could at least remember I went through. <laughs> just make it like a story. Like, like I do that with my kids a lot.
0: Like, I've been through a lot of shit when I was younger. And, like, and I'll tell them stories about this kid who did this. And they're like, what the fuck? He did what, that?" And I'm like, yeah, he did that, bro. No joke. And in the back of my head, I'm, true, I'm like, man, these motherfuckers don't. But they know eventually, right? Yeah, <laughs> But, uh... uh. Shit like that, you know, like even just a, like a not a biography or autobiography, but like a, just a story that's you know based on the your childhood. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you ever thought about doing anything like that, man?
1: But just like writing a book. Ah, just fucking write about it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, just write. I've I've been writing just about my life lately. Yeah, that's good, man. Uh, you're talking about, like, write one for, like, to tell my son or, to like, tell him later?
0: Sorry, the connection went, went out right there. Um, yeah, like, uh, for example, like, for me, um, when I first, I got a bunch of audio equipment, like, about two years ago, but uh, – <clears throat> It doesn't work right now, but what I was going to do is I was going to start talking and recording my own voice and then oh. you know, compiling it all together and, and just for my children to have, like... And when you did the same thing for your, your kids and just keep it all alive. And it's just going to be this digital fucking history of all of our own stories yeah. from your great 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 fucking grandpa type shit. <laughs> um, like an
1: archive.
0: You know, I think... The, I, I met this dude who... Uh, fuck, I don't know what country or where, but these... People actually have archives of their family, like a library that has been kept open and running. What's well, like the? I think they're Korean. This dude that was from like Korea somewhere, some shit. I don't remember where, north south, whatever. But he's a Korean dude, I, and he was telling me that that there, some Sometimes their their family's books go like thousands. And I was like, what? Like that? Yeah. Like yeah. We we all put money to this library, and they keep, we even have people who work at the library and they keep it clean and everything.
1: Like. What? Yeah for real <laughs> yeah. But, yeah i fucking uh, that's a good idea fucking i will probably start doing that here
0: soon so what, do you, what is it um uh, have you ha- did you have any big um like any big trips or or you know sessions or doses or whatever you want to call them that Because um, it's kind of one of them oh shit ones
1: <laughs> yeah uh Well, actually, before before I actually got a hold of the acid, I was doing uh, morning glory seeds. I've always been really into kind of chemistry and shit, so I was extracting the actual LSA out of the morning glory seeds. And yeah, that was making. I had like a little uh, amber liquid, and I would do like a little shot of it. And I had yeah, I had a couple really good experiences, like real like spiritual and and then i i don't know i took advantage of it and i didn't respect it and i fucking took too much <laughs> and i ended up in my bathtub my wife was sitting there trying to calm me down i was like in my bathroom yeah just in my bathtub in like a little bit of water just kind of grabbing my head and whirl around like yeah just kind of having a freak out i thought i was dying just bad <laughs> you know um uh-
0: I had some, I had a substance a while back and man, it it, it got me to the point where I was like, I, I think I just broke my mind. Like, no joke, it's never going to be the same. This is how it's going to be. Like, it just all fucking night, dude. Yeah. I'm just like, God damn. I fucking feel like such a goddamn fool. Especially when you do take too fucking much. It's kind of hard, but some people, they fucking, you know. And some people could take a lot, man, and I'm not saying to do that, but you know you can use yeah. you can use anything to your advantage um right, and for me, that's what I like to do with these Sometimes not saying I don't get fucked up
1: because
0: <laughs> shit sometimes I'm like damn
1: but, right um, and I actually lately I've been wanting to just help you, like I got a buddy that uh. He used to work with me. He don't work with me anymore. He was actually here earlier before you called. But uh, he was going through his own shit and stuff. And at the time I had, this was about last summer, I was getting asked and I kind of invited him over. I was like, hey man, you want to come trip? We'll trip together and kind of, I don't know, his first trip, it broke his mind out of like the everyday mundane and it like Showed him, you know, because he used to tell me, like, how he just wanted to kill himself and wanted to end it because he was sad and the suffering. It's, like, the shit he was going through, and yeah. uh, it reminded me of the mentality I used to have before yeah. I kind of just had my aha moment or my epiphany, and, yeah, yeah I, I tripped with him his first time. It was, like, his first time ever doing any type of psychedelics, and, and he told me it to, like, change his world, change his life, and... Shit. Oh, yeah. that's that's it right there man uh yeah it's good it's good to see like when you help somebody like in that aspect and when you're doing it, not expecting anything in return like it's i don't know it's a good feeling it's good yeah. to see somebody lift it up, yeah instead of the suffering everybody's been going through,
0: yeah man, uh no, I hear you man, for sure that that is something else too. It's um even even just the knowledge of something, hey man, you don't need to be looking for this shit. you could do this for yourself, you know, you know, you can do shit all over the fuck you know you can yeah. have this on your own, you ain't even gotta pay no fucking money besides like the <laughs> the initial investment, but uh, uh yeah. just the knowledge of of how to do certain things uh, and and use certain resources but um i think I think at the end, for everybody here, that's where. The money is for all of us and i'm i 'm not saying money I mean like that 's the payback the payback for, for for everything everything good is the the spreading of of that knowledge that you can fix yourself if you want to, and it doesn 't have to even be psychedelics it could just be realizing or, you know, something you went through, whatever, you know, where you can yeah. start changing your brain and you can become the yeah. master of your own fucking mind and truly live the life how you want to, according to you and nobody else.
1: Yeah. Uh, control your thoughts again.
0: Yeah. It goes yeah. deep. man. Yeah, it goes deep. But I think that's the one thing for me. Like I got to the fucking point where I was like, Whoa, I just, I experienced that. I just experienced that, you know? Um, <laughs> and uh, I, it could be my mind. It could be a different place. I don't fucking know, but it's uh, it's changing me and it's making me a better version of myself. Right. But I think the mind has is is. Uh, I think people do underestimate their own minds. I really do. I think.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've always underestimated my mind. I remember when I was a child, like I used to have like uh like a deja vu moments, mm. and when, when I actually when I started doing psychedelics. It, It was weird. Like, I would be in a trip, and I would remember a deja vu moment or a dream that I had when I was a child, and it was, like, a dream of me in that moment tripping. You know what I mean? I had a dream when I was a child. I think I was, like, five years old. I had a dream, and I woke up, like, in a cold sweat. It wasn't a nightmare, but I woke up, you know what I mean, like, in a cold sweat, like, kind of freaked out because it was a really vivid dream, and I didn't know what happened. And... Yeah, in that trip I had that déjà vu moment of that that dream that I had and that dream was me tripping. <laughs> I don't know, it was like it was weird. It's like so. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <I> guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, there there's that's pretty uh that is pretty crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, have you ever have you experienced a, have you experienced the molecule yet? Have you, have you tried um, anything else besides? Yeah. Have you tried the psilocybin, DMT, anything else to kind of dip your toe in? Yeah. There?
1: Psilocybin, uh, mushrooms. I actually, that was one of the things is I lost contact with the acid and I actually started diving into psilocybin and kind of get my own and cultivate my own. So yeah. that's what I just have my own source now instead of. Having to search for it, or you know, what I mean, that's really just like you said, knowledge. Like, I had no, I had no knowledge of it beforehand, and it's like the more I read on it and seeing like how how accessible it was actually, and like how much it could help, and yeah, I don't know. That's just that's what I've been doing that since December. And I, I have a, I've just kind of been working out my method and everything and yeah you know it's it's coming together now The to way i can actually utilize it and work with them and get back into healing and stuff
0: there, there's something also therapeutic about cultivating oh
1: of, yeah
0: uh, kind of keeps you out of trouble for some people and for some people oh it gives them a little bit of a something to look forward to <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> that um, they, that I wake up every morning. That's what I do. I wake up every morning and I go into my room. I got, like, my own little room set up for it yes. and just take care of them. I used to wake up, like, all grumpy. You know what I mean? Like, all all the time I wake up pissed off. You know what I mean? It took me, like, an hour and a cup of coffee to get my attitude. And now, like, I wake up and I actually walk in there and I it just instantly makes me happy. Like, I don't know. I feel like I can connect with them even when I'm not within the trip. Like, uh, I feel like I feel their presence and stuff like that. I write like uh, positive messages and shit, like on the lids and shit. And <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, dude, I just, I, I talk to them. I show them lots of love, man. And it's like yeah. that love, it just helps them, helps them prosper too. Like I just, you can see it. Have you, uh, and it's like,
0: <laughs> have you, eat, have you already had, I mean, I'm guessing you already had a few of your own
1: harvest, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the most I've done so far is just an ace. It was 3.5. I haven't dove too, too deep with that. Like, I I dove deep with the acid. Like, I went, me and my buddy one night, we ended up going a 10 strip deep. And yeah, it was, we were actually, it was at that point in time, my wife and his girlfriend, they told us, told us that we were sitting there and we thought that we were communicating. We thought we were talking to each other, but apparently we were just like gibberish talking. Like, <laughs> we were so gone. Like, we were sitting there laughing, like, elbowing each other, like, just making no sense. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy, man. But, no, we, uh, no, he's, he's tried, he's tried, he's tried, he's tried the muscles with me, too. Like, he's been, he's kind of been right there by my side trying, helping me and doing, you know what I mean, I don't know, keeping the support when I, like, fail or fuck something up, and I don't know. Have you guys known each other for a long time? No, no, not really at all. Uh, we've known him for maybe, like, a year and a half. Yeah, we went we went through, yeah, we we journeyed on, we, when we went to, when we did the acid together, like, we connected so deep, like, it was crazy, like, I felt that at one point in time we were laying on the floor together, like listening to like some real chill music, and we both like remember like the same experience or the same trip together, like outside of our bodies, like it was crazy. You know, what's and and I
0: with uh, when I was younger, I had I had one uh, this acid trip that was like that dude, and I my with my friend who I I grew up, I knew him when I was like I first met him when I was like thirteen, and I'm twenty three years old older now but um mm. he actually he's, he's no longer here with us but um when we were like 17 or 18 i swear to god it seemed fucking shit we're like when you have those trips with somebody we you're like did you just fucking hear me dude <laughs> <laughs> did you just hear that thought bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did dog like it <laughs> changes the dynamic between the two people like,
1: yeah, right kind of a bond it's like Yeah, well, I I remember one point in time we were sitting there and we both we started talking and it it wasn't just like the same word. We didn't say just the same word. Like we said like a whole sentence the same, like at the same time, like it's crazy. I've heard. I
0: I mean, I think people have a hard time saying that out loud to other people. For me, I'm like, dude, I got to. I've had a bunch of a bunch of trips or experiences where, I mean, some people. They, they, they wouldn't fucking believe you. They would really look at you like you're fucking crazy. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, you don't need to know what happened, dog. Just know that I, that I'm better for it. You know what I mean? So, but, but it's because there's really no study of it. I mean, I don't know. I think somebody on the on the site posted something that reminded me of that about. Um, they were asking about uh, experiencing telepathy or telepathy when you're um, using LSD. Oh yeah. I don't know about any if there's any studies or anything like that, but I know that I believe that I have experienced that once oh, yeah. in a lifetime.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I've, I've experienced it probably two or three times. as with the same person, and then uh, man, you know, I'll, I'll get a kind of a little personal for example. Me and my wife, we were when we did acids one night. We ended up we had intimate. Am, oh man, it was. I felt like me and her both agreed. We felt like that we were like floating up on the ceiling, like it was. It was crazy. Like we're, it was just like a constant like vibration. Like both of our bodies were just like vibrating. You know what I mean? It's like we weren't even barely moving. It was just like the connection and just the energies. You know what I mean? Together in that loving moment. Yeah. With, the, with the LSD, you know what I mean? Enhancing it, it was, I
0: don't know. That's special, man. That's really special. Yeah. I mean, there's people who go their entire marriages and never feel that. You know what I mean? Like, or any kind of that type of connection. <clears throat> Having a connection with um, somebody else in your life that deep is, uh, it's very important for both parties, but it's very fucking special for for yeah for both <laughs> yeah but, yeah, uh, it is. yeah there's just something else to it but there's a lot of fucking rules and shit right like there's a <clears throat> they grew up without me i grew up without them i don't fucking know them i've known them for fucking 10, <laughs> ten years you know what i mean but we've been together this whole time we we live with each and, you know we have like pieces of ourselves that we have to change for each other sometimes you know but it makes that bond like so much more and and your relationship just flourishes. It doesn't matter even if it, if LSD or not. You know what I mean. It, as long as you're 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 trying and you're moving in that path. Obviously, we ain't perfect. Fuck. We're gonna fucking you know get into some little arguments or, or disagreements. Not a big fucking deal. But we love each other and we understand how valuable we are to each other. And not even just us. I mean, you guys got your children as well.
1: You know. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know, that's the whole part of that. Me and her agree, too, is like, neither one of us really knew what love was until we had actually been together for a couple years. You know what I mean? And, well, true love, like, companionship love. It's like we...
0: Who fucking knows to be Doug, but, but for you guys, for you guys. Yeah, for
1: us, for yeah. us yeah. It's yeah. Like, we we realized there was a lot of acceptance and... You know, I mean, giving up certain aspects of yourself. You know, I mean, because you love that person, and accepting that, like the faults that you know, I mean, you don't like, or like the little things. As like, I don't know. To me, and it's true. Love's about just like loving a person through everything, and you know, I mean, knowing that you're gonna be there for them through whatever they go through as well.
0: True, man. <laughs> to be honest, man, I, I, I don't fucking know what love is, but I do know it, but <laughs> I like to get it and I like to give it, man. Or for real. Right. Because it just consists, consistently evolves for me.
1: I mean, right. Man, I've I've done like little tests with myself too. Like I've been in such a bad mood and just pissed off, you know. What I mean, and I'll go, I'll just go over to her. And I'll just like hug her, like, and I'll just like a good three five minute hug. You know, what I mean, just holding yeah. her as I get my my mentality, just the chemicals in my brain. You know, what I mean, from that embrace, just like totally brings me out of that. You know, what I mean, yeah, that state of mind, yeah. and. Uh, I do the same with my kids too. Like, <laughs> I've been—I don't know—I went—I went through a rough time in the beginning when they were younger. Well, they're—they're they're all still pretty young, but when they were like learning, like in the early stages, like I would get frustrated. You know what I mean? Because I was expecting them to just catch on real quick you know what i mean and it's like i were i was frustrated and then i started realizing i was like hey man you're gonna have to put in the work too you know what i mean yeah. you have to you know what i mean they're not just gonna catch on you know what i mean sometimes you gotta be there to help them and you know what i mean give them the love and you know what i mean support to show them you know what i mean that they're doing things right or the need improvement and i don't know I just i I had a whole different view on parenting, and when I had you know what i mean my first child, it was like, man, it was completely different than what I envisioned, but it was still beautiful and amazing, yeah, and I'm sure it's probably better than than what you had
0: also, you know I think that's one of the most important parts that every every generation does, man you know i I tell my kids all the time I'm like. I'm not going to sit here and fucking talk shit to you about how you you don't know what it's like to live up rough, but what I am going to do is I'm going to talk to you about other things and I'm going to, I'm not going to cut you any fucking breaks either, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to love you too. And I'm going to tell you that I do. And I'm going to tell you that you're worth it and that, uh, that I am proud of you, you know, because, you know, sometimes a lot of people don't hear that shit growing up. You know, I, I, I tripped out when I was younger, I met, I met this kid at school. What was that? Like in sixth fucking grade or some shit, some kid who had just moved into our neighborhood and we lived in a small neighborhood so everybody fucking knew each other. And I go to his house and his dad's like hugging him and kissing him and telling him he loves him. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Like, completely like, your dad just fucking kissed you? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> There's some people who grow up like that, you know? And yeah. Dude, not having that really fucks people up. You know, you need love. You need to be told yeah. that, oh, man, like I... that. Or at least somebody's showing it to you. And even yeah. telling you, even if they have to grab you by the fucking hair and tell you how special you
1: are, <laughs> you need oh, yeah, it. My kid, yeah, my kids, I, I give them so much love. So, like, sometimes they get to the Good. point where they're kind of annoyed. <laughs> 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 I, I try to show them, you know what I mean? I don't know. They're they're little assholes, but it made me realize like how much of an asshole I was when I was a kid because they act so much like me. And... Uh, I don't know, it makes that's that's another thing, like having kids, you really get to see like a little you, you know what I mean, it makes you realize the irritation you you feel as an adult with those children makes you appreciate your parent and then it makes you really contemplate, you know what I mean I don't know, like the part that you maybe played. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, (laughs) for me, I'm like, yeah, maybe I live in a bad neighborhood, but shit, man, I was a fucking asshole, too, and even now, (laughs) maybe, all right, a little bit of it, I'm going to take responsibility for all right, man?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Um, makes you accept some things, too, man. Yeah. I do, I don't, I I think everybody should have at least one kid. That's an experience I think at least everybody should have.
0: I don't know, dude. Look, I can't say that, to be honest with you.
1: Because <laughs> I do see some people, I'm like, I don't
0: know about that one. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I'm <laughs> fucking we're... around. I'm fucking around. Kind of, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh I, yeah, I mean, I guess. I, but there's some people who don't. And they're like, shit, I don't have kids because I see you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'm cool, dog. I can go like this for the rest of my life. I've met motherfuckers like that too, like in their late 50s. Where they're just like, I don't a, this is what I've always done, you know?
1: Right. And they have yeah, that. Actually, they, you know what I mean? They, they don't feel bad for it either. And right. actually, yeah, now that I think about it, it's like everybody, the, everybody's mentality is different. You know what I mean? Not Not everybody has really the capacity to handle a child either. And it's like, oh, yeah. I know it's a beautiful experience, but I don't know, some people just, I don't know, I guess aren't mentally built for it.
0: I don't know. Who knows, man? But what I do know is that I do have children and um, I realize that my children are going to have to go out into the world with other people's children and they're going to become adults and it's going to be a whole new generation. Yeah. But for me, that's what I keep in mind when I'm at home with my children because, you know, they are... I don't know. They're just like, um, what could you, what's the best that you could do with what you got? And what I got is this, you know, I I may have a job here today. I may not have a job tomorrow, but what I do have is my children. They're always going to be here. Right. The best I could do with them is what I think is the best. And I have to look at it with something in the, in the back of my mind too, of like, not only for themselves, first and foremost, always for themselves, but also for everybody around them, who they're going to come across, you know? And I think that's where like having an open mind, being accepting and just just being a cool motherfucker, you know, and not, <clears throat> not being a dick. I mean, look, people are going to be dicks. There's no shortage of them for sure. But, um, there sometimes it feels like there is a shortage of cool motherfuckers. Sometimes it does. Yeah, you people out there, and you see the fucking news, and you see all these people everywhere. It's okay, you can be a fucking asshole if you want, but just stay the fuck away from me, right? <laughs> uh, it's too much, man. Too much.
1: Yeah, that's so why I just. So well, I, don't know, I used to be, I used to be in that mentality where I, you know, what I mean, if I, I would judge you right away when I met you, and if I didn't like you, I would, you know, what I mean, treat you like shit. And it's like, I don't know, that's one thing that the medicines helped me with too is really. Sh- Making me see that, like everybody just needs love, man. Like that's a lot of people's problem is just the lack of love and the lack of them thinking. You know, what I mean, people don't care about them.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and then, and then even giving up on on just everybody and just saying fuck. Yeah, it.
1: <laughs> right. You, Nobody gets yeah, to they, about Me. They see so much negative shit and so much stuff. You know, it's. Oh, uh, the more you feed your brain, your soul is the more you. Know what I mean. That's your perspective, your perception on life. Like, It took me a long time to get out of that depressive, you know what I mean, fucked up mentality because it's like I was always just focusing on that. I was focusing on like, man, the stress and the bills and the, you know what I mean, the things I didn't like, I was focusing on that. That's where my mindset was stuck at because... I had a focus on it and I was wondering why I wasn't happy <laughs> and It's like that. Those medicines realized it made me see like, man, you're not happy because you're focusing on all the shit that's making you unhappy. Like if you can stop focusing on that and focus on, you know what I mean? The enjoyments that are right there in front of your face you, every day, you would be a happy person.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's a change
0: perspective, right? Uh, it's looking mm-hmm. at you a little bit differently. Even just one click to the left, one click to the right, one click down, one click up, it looks totally different. Oh, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter who you are, where you're at. A change in perspective makes yeah. a little difference.
1: World. And I, some one thing that may, they may help me realize too is, like, everybody's perspective is different. And sometimes people haven't had the experience of, you know what I mean, an eye-opening experience yet, and sometimes they're stuck in that Mindset where they, you know what I mean, hate the world or hate themselves, really. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people end up hating themselves, they don't realize it and they lash out and treat other people like shit, you know what I mean? Their ego hides them, you know what I mean? Makes them feel like they're a good person, but deep down they have suppressed memories of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not feeling good enough and stuff like that. And there's there's definitely know.
0: there's definitely a spectrum when it comes to um, you know <laughs> that that end and then whatever the opposite is. But yeah. the, the biggest thing is just trying to find that medium for you. But some people like to go either way; they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And some people go deep. Some people go real deep. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, for me, I'm good right there in the middle, man. Just to be cool enough to just uh, keep moving forward and, and be a better version of myself. You know, I don't need to know right. about the fucking pyramids, which is it is interesting. But I'm not going to spend the fucking five hours a night,
1: you know, reading about it. Right. Um. <clears throat> I tell you, I tell you one thing. I I got dabbled in the DMT and stuff too. Um, extract my own, and that that showed me too, like how much work I really still had to do. Like, because my first DMT, like, it was, I loved my first one. It was beautiful and, and intriguing. And then when I tried to dive deep, when I got to that breakthrough moment, I panicked. You know what I mean? A lot of those best memories, stuff coming out. Yeah, I just had, it made me realize, like, I had a lot of work to do still before I could really dive that deep. And yeah, I hear you. I know, That's what I hear all these beautiful stories and I, I know I'll get there one day. It's just about, you know I mean, fixing myself and center myself enough to be able to have that experience.
0: Well, you know what, man? Um, even just having a community helps you with that. Um, oh, yeah. Now, some people go to therapy and they go talk to counselors and shit, and they could even do that as part of their integration while they're using any of these substances, you know? Maybe they have this trip report or like the session or whatever you want to call it, and and they go in yeah. and they talk to these people about you know, and they just let it all out, right? Yeah. Um, but even like a local community, like your friend, you got. I mean, that's why it's so important, you know, to have that because that is your support system, and right. to be able to to talk to people about your experiences and so forth. And I think that's why <clears throat> it's good that we have that website there, and we can connect through there. And um, also connect with locals in your own fucking town. You know, I, I did that um, a while back and we're, 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 fucking, we're our, we're each other's support system. We n- may not be there with each other every day. Some of them are because they grew up with each other, but, um, we're there for each other for things like this because we know that we don't have to hide it with them with this person, or I don't have to feel weird about recalling this experience that I just had, you know, because it's out of this fucking world sometimes. But it does, yeah. help it, it does help, and I and I'm I'm glad that you you made it on there on the website, man, on on the site there. Um,
1: yeah, me too. I uh, I was actually. How I stumbled across it, I've been on there since, I think, December, and I was actually watching videos on Michael Madness, and I heard him him mention it, and I was just like, oh, cool, and I got on there, and man, I seen just like how loving of a community it was, and it was just like, man, it was awesome, and I know there's been a lot of, even just since I've been on, I haven't been on there very long, but I know there's been a lot of other people coming through and stuff, but a lot of the people on there still show up and it's like, it's just a awesome environment.
0: (laughs) For sure it is. Uh, it's, um, it is a community. And, um, I think that it's a good resource for all of us within the community because we can all learn from each other. We can all connect with each other, our own, um, stories or whatnot. Um, be part of something, you know. Um, yeah. Something that helps me, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it helps everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man.
1: I, you know, I
0: I keep trying, I keep trying to motivate people within the community, just because. And look, man, nobody's obligated to do a goddamn thing. Not even me. But you know, like. Mm-mm. I'm on that side a lot, and I'm talking to a lot of people. I'm not on 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 the you know, anything else besides YouTube. You can you can see me floating around there, but um, just for people to get involved, even if it's locally or you know, on there, or whatever. I don't care. I mean, there's so we opened up, but it's why we started doing these things. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, just get your thing out there. Do whatever you got to do. You know, um,
1: yeah. it's, <clears throat> good. it's good to get your story out. Like it helps makes. Makes you feel better, and it—it's good to hear other people's stories too. Like I've been—I've been listening to a couple of the ones you guys have already done. And yeah, it's just good to hear like other people's been through the same thing. and you know, I don't know.
0: Kind of makes just, you feel like you're not alone anymore, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, they were all out there. It restores yeah. your faith and, and good people and cool motherfuckers. You're like, oh man, that guy's a pretty cool. Mo- yeah, yeah. That's it. It makes sense, man. It really
1: does. Yeah, there's a, lot of, a lot of sadness in the world. and It's really good to just get that connection. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's what's. Best. I was going to say it all too, is just keeping that connection and just building, you know what I mean? Building from what we got and do the best we can.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, 100% agree with you, man. Um, so what do you, what, um, you out there, you got, uh, that one dude that you're hanging. Have you guys started any, so you've been there for, uh, since December.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. You any of the groups there, create any groups. I haven't created any groups. Uh, I've been wanting to, uh, upgrade my account so I can create some groups,
0: Okay. Uh,
1: but I've been, I've went through a few of the groups. Um, I'm the Sherman 2.0. Yeah. Uh, One's and yeah, uh, I'm on the Midwest trippers, but I haven't really got up on that one yet. And like to see if there's anybody around me. I know of, uh, a couple people I've seen that are up from like Kentucky, kind of close. There's still a few hours from me, but it's still yeah. fairly close.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um, I mean, we got people kind of spread out here, but um, we keep in contact with the people that are like. I mean, we see each other pretty often here too, but yeah look man. I'm really fucking glad that you came here and came on and, and and talked with me dude and we met you know this whole one has been video just me and you face to face right here, which is fucking great yeah, yeah man that did nice and, and yeah uh, I'm thankful for your time. I understand that you have a family, and I understand what it means when you have to take time out of your day it takes them away from takes you away from them, so I appreciate that <clears throat> spend some time with me and everybody listening right now, whoever is listening um and is there anything else uh, you want to say to anybody out there or any final thoughts or anything?
1: Uh, just I appreciate y'all uh, on DMT World. Y'all taught me a lot and showed me a lot of love. And it's just good to be a part of the family. And just keep showing the love, guys. <laughs>